Welcome to the Mining My Own Mind podcast, where we stop focusing on other people's mindsets and start minding our own. Mining Your Own Mind promotes conversations and dialogues about mental health, mindset topics, optimistic outlooks, and mindfulness so that you can relate, learn, and grow into the ultimate master of your reality. This is Michelle, and let's get it started. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening in this week. It's me again. And today we're going to be talking about getting rid of habits, breaking old habits, breaking the old routine so that you can create an alignment between your words and your actions and becoming who you ultimately want to become. And so our habits are things we're doing unconsciously. And many of them in our lives can be quite useful, such as covering your mouth when you cough, working out routinely, making sure you're eating the right things. But there's other habits that we have formed that maybe at the time could or could not have been of some benefit to us, but are no longer serving us in the way that we need them to for our goals of present day. And so in order to align with who you want to become mentally, physically, spiritually, you need to not only change your identity, which we have talked about before, but you also need to change your actions as well. And so today we'll be discussing the different ways that you can reevaluate and change these actions in your life so that you can make sure that you're in the right lane and on the correct road to becoming who you want to be and not just bringing along old baggage that's unnecessary. Today's episode was inspired by a section from my friend's book, Tao of Your Game. And it's a book on mindset topics. And in the book, she's talking about how creativity can be a source of inspiration in one's life but that habits can cage your creativity. Creativity in this sense is meant to represent being inspired or being innovative in the ways that you're solving different types of problems or issues. One thing she said that I found really to be interesting was she said, tiredness is often just a lack of inspiration. And so that really got me thinking about how sometimes in life, Our routines can become so monotonous and lackluster where we're continuing to do the same things over and over and just hoping that it's going to get better. And so in the book, she speaks on how she goes through this process of cleaning up her daily routine. She basically starts to observe all of her habits, everything that she's doing in her daily routine, and then ask why. And is this in alignment with who I want to become or who I am? And she's reflecting and challenging all of these habits to see how they're serving her. She looks at it and says, why am I doing this? And is it in alignment with my words? And then she looks at each habit to see if she can improve the habit or if she should leave it as it is or if she should get rid of it completely. One example of something that she did was she stopped supporting brands that were harmful for mankind and for the planet. And so she stopped using things that weren't good for her body or for the environment. She started looking at what things are sustainable, what things are not sustainable. She had claimed and identified as a person who cared about the environment, but her actions weren't fully aligning with her words. So she went through and saw, hey, I can do better in this sense. So here's a small habit change I'm going to make. For example, she realized that she was continuously using paper cups whenever she went to cut get coffee, she realized that she could start taking her own cup instead. And that would save two to three cups a day 
And if she's doing that throughout the year, that's a huge difference. And so each small thing is going to ignite a bigger change. Changing the cup situation is going to have a ripple effect because it's going to help her notice other parts of her life where she can be more sustainable or eco-friendly. She was starting to note all the things that she was buying to see what was unnecessary to continue buying, what kind of products, how are these products represented, and what are these brands representing? What are these brands doing to help the environment? And that's helping her to align with being an environmentally conscious person. Yes, it would have been very easy for her to continue saying that she's environmentally conscious and having people believe that from her words, but when she becomes more aligned and her actions are becoming more in alignment with what she's doing, then everything is going to shift, right? And what parts of your life are your words not aligning with your actions? How many things in your life do you find yourself claiming to support, but your actions say otherwise? What about those habits are actually hindering you from fully living in alignment with who you are and who you want to be? I find myself claiming that I'm a super productive person, but I know I was really guilty of scrolling on my phone when I was waking up in the morning. So I would say, hey, you should wake up and meditate directly. You know, it's best if you do it directly after waking up. Don't look at your phone because you want to meditate with a clear head. But then I would be a hypocrite and realize that I would wake up and I would go to turn off my alarm, but then I would see the notifications from the previous night and start going through all the notifications and then realize that I just spent 30 minutes up to an hour scrolling on my phone in the morning for no reason. All that time that I could have been out of bed being productive already. So I needed to do something different. My identity, my actions and my words weren't aligning. So how did I make this shift? Well, I decided, hey, the phone can't be near the bed. So I put the phone across the room and then I would use Alexa or my Echo to wake me up instead of the alarm. When I had issues with getting out of bed, then I went back to using the phone to wake me up so that I would need to get up and go across the room to turn off the alarm, which would then make me get out of bed. This small change in putting the phone across the room made a big difference. I became more productive in the mornings. I wasn't looking at my phone before meditations. I actually started just only looking at it after having my coffee. Because of that small change, other big changes were able to happen. When I decided to change the habit, I saw the results. So October this year, I was feeling like my life was becoming really repetitive and that I wasn't progressing towards my goals as fast as I wanted to. And I was really feeling disconnected to those around me. I was feeling like I wasn't getting the inspiration that I really needed to set off and be super focused on my goals in the way that I had been before. And what I realized was that I had gotten into a comfort zone. I had gotten into a comfort zone and your comfort zone is where dreams go to die. That is not where anything gets done. Your comfort zone is not a good place to be. Don't go there if you don't have to be there. And so one day I decided, hey, I'm doing the same thing week to week, same thing every weekend. I already have a lot of friends, so I'm not going out meeting new people in the way that I should, or at least not discussing and talking to new people in the way that I should. I'm not doing any new things because I'm doing the things that I already like to do, which is good. That's okay. But I was tired of doing the same things over and over again, and I needed something to change. So I sat there and I looked at my schedule for the following two weeks, and I said, look, 
this needs to be shaken up. I have to change this. So this schedule cannot look the same. And so then I took those next two weeks. I decided to go to three different comedy nights, three different meetups, go Latin dancing, and just do things that were different to my routine at the moment. And what I can say, as soon as I decided to just change the routine, wasn't even ridiculously out of my comfort zone. It was just like, you know what? Go do some stuff you haven't done in a long time or go do something new, but just do something different. And so once I decided to make that change, the results were pretty immediate. At the very first event, I made new friends. I met the host, became friends with her, started helping her host events, and was also inspired by her and her entrepreneurial spirit that it helped me to get my spirit back. It helped me to get my inspiration and my motivation back in line to where it was before. I went to other meetups and found people just with different thought patterns. You don't have to go to all these things thinking I'm going to make a ton of new friends. Maybe you will, maybe you won't, but you will meet new people that will give you new perspectives on things. It'll help you think of why do I think the way I do? Why is the world like this? What else is going on in my town? It just helps you get out of your comfort zone or out of your routine so that you can have something new, so that your brain can be shaken up a bit, so that you'll actually start to do new things. I went to a comedy night and I got called out for a one-liner competition, won that by the way, and that also just helped me to step out of my comfort zone. I would have never done that. I'm pretty social, but I would have never done that in any other case. I put myself out there in ways that inspired me and reignited me to being that outgoing and productive person that I know I am. The routine shifts can be small, the routine shifts can be big, but usually there's always going to be a significant result just from a small change in your routine. For example, I decided that I wanted to start finishing everything I started. And instead of only worrying about big tasks to finish, I started with really tiny ones. So for example, when I would wake up, I would make my bed immediately. When I would read a book or journal, I need to put the journal or the book away immediately after I finish with it. When I change clothes, the clothes need to be put away when I'm done. When I go to eat, I need to wash the dishes or put the dish in the dishwasher immediately after I'm finished. Why? This is teaching me that I have a lot of things in my life that are unfinished that I can finish and that it's very simple to finish them gives me in the habit of finishing them. And it also keeps everything around me a lot more organized. My thoughts more organized because then I'm focused on one thing at a time and fully finishing it and also being present in the moment. But it also keeps my environment around me physically organized. Things aren't lying all over the place. My thought process is much more structured because of it as well. You don't have to do the same things I did. You don't have to take the same path that Bo took. As we go into the new year, what are you questioning that you've always been doing? Are you always sleeping in and you want to start being more productive in the mornings? Are you consciously trying to budget, but you continue to buy tons of crap you don't need from the grocery store and are always adding things to your cart in Amazon? Do you continue to drink in social situations that you would rather not drink in? What decisions are you making for yourself that align with who you are, that align with where you want to be? that align with your words? Are you asking yourself why? Why are you doing these things? Are you taking the time to not be a robot and not be on autopilot for a moment? I had a time where streaming Netflix became so habitual that I wasn't getting anything done. 
So I got rid of the subscription completely and now I only really watch it as a treat when I'm allowing myself to not be productive because I am a productive person. And when I want to align with that wording, watching Netflix all the time does not align with that. It doesn't align with who I want to be. What about mental habits? Are you habitually jealous? Are you always comparing yourself to those around you? Do you need to do some inner work to solve that? Are you claiming to be a good friend, but you find yourself gossiping about your friends every chance you get? Are you claiming to be someone who hates drama, yet somehow you're always a part of it? What are you going to do about it? Be honest with yourself. Challenge your thought patterns. Challenge your actions. Set goals. Shake up your routine. Do something different so you can get something different. I love this topic because I feel we're sometimes so on autopilot that we forget that we can steer the car. We can steer the car in the direction that we want. And maybe we got into this lane by accident, or maybe this used to be a good idea to be in this lane, but it's not a good idea anymore. And we actually need to be in that lane over there. Do you feel like you're in the right lane for where you want to go and where you want to be? Are you able to take the car off autopilot and see if the car is working in the way that you want it to be? Is it working in the way that you want it to work? Are you heading in the direction of where you want to go? Observe your routines. Be creative with your changes. Use them to inspire a new way of life. You don't have to do it all at once, but each small change will create a ripple effect that allows you to live more in alignment with who you want to be and the life you want to live. Use this time at the end of the year to really think about where you want to be in the next year. Look at your routines that you're doing. What about these routines through the holidays? Are these in alignment with who you want to be? Do these routines make you happy? Are you doing things just because it's always been that way? Or are you actually proactively living your life? How are you going to proactively live your life in the next year instead of being on autopilot all the time? And if you're going to be on autopilot, make sure you're in the right lane. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful holiday and I will link Bo's book in the description. It is called Tao of Your Game. It's a great book on mindset. And we will also have her on the podcast in late January talking about the book and different mindset topics. Have a wonderful week and I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.